G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. So we find ourselves standing in the backyard of a beautiful family in Cabago. Now, how bad was Cabago hit? 400 homes razed to the ground in the bushfires over the previous months. And if you look over the shoulder of our two guests that we're going to talk to in just a few moments, you can see a hillside that still is blackened. At our feet, you can see green grass because there's been a recovery since the rains have come. But there's something special. As I look over my shoulder too, there is some playground equipment here that has an amazing story that goes along with it. A beautiful little girl named Jacqueline, who's just four years old, prayed a prayer on New Year's Eve as this family was about to evacuate their home because they thought their house was going to be lost. Sharon and Jeff Smedley, uh, welcome along to 2020. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for Thank you. Tell us about your little girl, Jacqueline. She prayed a prayer on that night and there was something absolutely incredible that happened. Yeah, certainly was. Um, yes, she hopped on the lounge a few days after we um, got back and said, Mummy, I prayed that Jesus look after all of my toys and all of my stuff and the house and the pets and, yeah, all of her stuff. So we were very shocked to find such a huge answer to prayer when we got here and the fire had gone around the trampoline and around the playground equipment and around every single toy that she had strewn all over the yard and um, none of them were burned. That is just amazing. Uh, Jeff, we've seen the photos, and in those photos we can see where the fire came to along the boundary of your house, uh, around the fence line, and it just didn't come any further. Uh, how, do you, how do you explain this? I don't know. It just stopped, stopped there at the fence. Um, I don't know why. Um, you know, it came right around the house anyway. Uh, we did lose a shed uh, with... Um, you know, some substantial equipment in it, but um, we were just more couldn't believe that the house survived, considering we um, we didn't do any firefighting, um, and no rural fire service was able to come up. Yeah, our, our when I was, yeah, we didn't road. run any water pumps to we didn't have hose time down to the do house a or anything. Yeah, we were going to probably do that first thing in the morning because we were told to evacuate probably the middle of the morning. Uh, the next day and when you were driving up the driveway having arrived back home after the evacuation and you saw the house was intact how were you feeling i'm very grateful to god for protecting our home like that's that's what it appeared to me to just be 100 percent god's mercy on us and his protection and especially when we saw the backyard intact that literally this whole green area here behind us was still intact couldn't believe it whereas every other part of our property was burned to a crisp um, all our front paddocks black all our fences um, burned and um, yeah, as Jeff already mentioned the shed that we lost 
So, yeah, very thankful. Amazing how things are turning around because just 18 months ago, uh, your whole property here was so dry, everything was dead, and you had some livestock on the property here and you decided that you had to get rid of those. They just couldn't survive. Jeff, uh, things look very different now. Are you, are you optimistic about the near future? Um, it does look very good to <clears throat> put some cattle back on here. Even though we've had probably 250 mil of rain um, in the last four weeks, um, we could do with a bit more because only because my dams just aren't f- quite filling up yet. It's The ground must be that dry. It's just soaking soaking in but you know if if we can get a little bit more water um yeah we we probably need to put stock on there now which is which would be good yeah Yeah. Uh, let me ask you about your neighbors because while your home has been spared Mm -hmm. some of your neighbors have lost their own properties and uh, some of them not dealing with it in the way that you know you guys are rejoicing in god in that sense of knowing that your home was preserved theirs wasn't preserved and I know that you're very very sensitive when you're communicating with your neighbours just how that situation has come about so when you get together with neighbours how does the conversation go? Uh, we just try to help help them as much as we can we offer whatever we can do if they want to come and have a shower at our place they're welcome to um, yeah we've just whatever they need you know we'll try to be there to support them with that, um, Jeff's been involved in getting power onto some of them, um, and that's yeah been a blessing to them. Um, yeah. Yeah. So Mate, I think most of our neighbours have probably been involved mainly with power situations, which is something I can do. So yeah, um, I think I think they're grateful, but you know. <laughs> yeah. So being the electrician in the area, you're actually going to be there on your neighbours' doorsteps, and uh, clearly, uh, you know, they'll be looking for a mates' rates deal, won't they? And yeah. and you'll be doing all you can to help them get back on their feet. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, to be honest, so is that um, Essential Energy is also sponsoring a lot of work being done. So um, whether or not that comes out of the state government purse, I don't know. So. Um, where it's been helpful is that I've been able to steer them in that direction other, rather than them paying for it out of their own pocket. So, um, yeah, I've been able to help a bit that way. Uh, let me ask you about children. When there's a crisis like this, and you've got ten children, but eight of them at home still, and while the bushfires were a recurring menace, and eventually there was one that was going to take your house. How were your children coping with the stresses of we might lose everything tonight? Yeah, I think it was tough. Um, we just trusted God with the situation. We just said to them, look, God's in control and if we end up without a house, we can get another one. And it's not as important as us being together and being safe. And yeah, they could see how much he'd protected us already. So even though it was stressful, um, yeah, we were just all making the best of the situation. We tried to um, count our blessings and, um, yeah, just encourage each other in that. It seems to me that when your identity is in Christ and you know things that are valuable, those things that matter, uh, when your identity is in him, you can take a hit on any side and you can still stand and stand tall proudly knowing who you're, who's who, in who you have your faith. Uh, there is a certain sense, isn't there, that there's an extra dimension to what we carry as Christian believers that gives us a certain strength in any sort of crisis. What do you think, Jeff? Yes, I, I find I just 
um, find strength just from the Word of God, um, just knowing that the Word of God has been true, and obviously the Word of God explains that there's a life thereafter, as well as God is in control, and He will also look after us in some way um, during this life that we live. So I take full comfort in that and full confidence. Um, so yeah, if, if we did lose our house, I'm sure God would have sorted something out. Um, whether whether or not it was going to be in a you know a place a quarter of the size or whatever it is, you know, we would have God would have made God would always supply our needs, and yeah. I trust that because I trust His word. Yeah. Well, Sharon and Jeff, I want to thank you so much for being so open and sharing your hearts with us, and uh, the Lord's richest blessing on the future that is optimistic because you know Christ. Thanks for being with us on 2020. Okay. Thank, thank you, you so much for yeah, having Thank us. you very much. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.